Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. We're in the house talking He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Revelation. Uh, we got uh, show favorites, Mr. Luke Southern. What's going on? What's up, Harold? Mr. Luke and Mr. Roman. What's going on, Roman? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Finally back. Finally back in the seat here. Been harassing me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been talking to you, actually. I've been like, I feel like every other time I text you, I'm like, dude, I got to have you back on the show. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Always down. I knew this one would be perfect because uh, I know both you guys are fans of just 80 stuff in general, but He-Man specifically, I know we've talked about, and you guys are big toy collectors too, so I was like, this is perfect. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, man, we could just jump right in. Um, so Netflix did this revival of He-Man, uh, I guess Kevin Smith's at the helm of it, which initially we were really excited about. Luke, I remember you talking about being excited that it was coming back. Oh yeah. My first love. Um, and they'd had like other things like they did the She-Ra, um, cartoon as well on Netflix. So yeah. the anime one, they'd yeah. been kind of dancing around doing like new He-Man stuff, yes. uh, but when Kevin Smith was announced to be helming it, I think everybody was super stoked that it was going to be like, oh, my God, this is going to be exactly what I liked as a kid. Right. Um, but as uh, anyone with Internet can tell, <laughs> the the uh, opinion's a little divided, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's interesting that it's, it's kind of divided because I, I think that if they actually gave it a chance that it's, yeah, I think that it'll be something that everybody likes. I mean, it's it's pretty cool, so. You think it's like people had their mind made up already that they didn't like it before well, they even saw it? So, so I feel like that's the, the internet today is people see what people are saying, and then before they even give it a chance, they rule it out. You know, it's just like, just watch it and decide for yourself. I right? was just talking to someone about that. They were, I was like, because we had just seen a new movie, and like we just talked about the thing that we like to do is like talk about it and then see what other people thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people, it's like, I can't tell you what I think yet until I look on the internet and see what other people say. I'm like, dude, just have an opinion of your own. Yeah, who cares? You don't have to read what other people thought. Like, it's just a movie or just a cartoon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, that's it's, it. it's it's not that big of a deal, guys. Like, the 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 butt hurtness of people <laughs> these days is unbelievable, man. It definitely is a bummer though, because I think you do have a you have like this feeling of stewardship when it's something mm-hmm. that you really like, though. Mm-hmm. So when it goes against, maybe not necessarily expectations, but against what you think is at the heart of this property, you're like, Ugh. right? it bums you out. So I, I get like people having qualms with it, but you know, not everything's going to hit at a 100% like every single time. Like, no, not at all. Well, and that's, I went into it and I saw all the early reviews and my, my worries were exactly what everyone else's complaints are right now, but I gave it a shot. And the first thing I had to say was, this was great. There were some things that I didn't like and I thought were being a little bit yeah. condescending, but um, my expectations were, you know, they set it up to be um, basically from the last episode of the original series, a continuation. That's how it was marketed and that's mm-hmm. what we all expected. And, you know, Roman and myself, I, I mean, I assume since we're pretty close to age, we grew up with this and it was, mm. it wasn't necessarily like, Oh, we like Tila cause she's got boobs. It was like, <laughs> she was hey, a badass man. Yeah, She was a badass. Yeah. Yeah. And evil in and, um, all these, um, sorceress, awesome characters. Yeah. And I don't think as kids, we were like, 
so much caught up in the, oh, well, he's He-Man and she's She-Ra and she's Tila and that's Man-at-Arms. It was, those were just names for kids because it was a simple idea mm-hmm. for kids to be able to digest. and Because it was a toy fantasy. line. I mean, that's what exactly. it was, that's what it was made for. So like, if we want to get into the history there a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, check out the toys that made us. Yeah, toys. On it. Yeah, there's, there you go. Like you can definitely get in Dripping there. Dripping marketing. And, and, <laughs> but that's exactly what it was. It was literally made to compete with Star Wars. Yeah. And um, because it came out, I think it was eighty two or 82. 80, 82 is when it came out. So I, I, I didn't get into. Of course, I was born in eighty two. So He Man was still like running later like i was three or four i think when i got into it my dad would always like record it you know you put the tape in record it and then we would do this thing where um i had this little sword and it was kind of like a he-man sword (laughs) and anytime that he-man would pull a sword out and do the or you know prince ab and change into he-man by the power of grace school thing um he would pause it and i'd get all ready i'd get my sword out he'd pause it and then I, i would he would play it you ready and he'd play it and I'd pull the sword out and I'd say the line with him, you know, that was like my thing with my dad. That's like some MVP dad shit. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think you mentioned stuff. that on the 80s episode we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I don't remember if I mentioned this, but rad along the lines of the, the rad dad with the um, clutch with the sword, we were really poor. I grew up in the country, so, you know, we didn't have, you know, a lot of access to the mall or stores, you know, right. toy stores. So um, I begged my dad for the, the He-Man sword and... He goes out and like, I don't know where he found it, but he had a, a, a plank from a picket fence and he chopped <laughs> yes, that thing in half yes. and nailed them together like the classic little pirate kid sword. Mm-hmm. And dude, classic. I rocked that thing. He, he said, like we, I was He Man. He said we have He Man sword at home. <laughs> yes, I mean I definitely had that. I He-Man definitely had those as well. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had those homemade swords as well. Um, but I also remember him taking me when they did the Master of the Universe like on ice tour thing or whatever. He I took, didn't know they did they, that. They, yeah, it came to the fairgrounds Holy here. Shit. At that, you know, whatever that center is at the fairgrounds, yeah, the big white one, the arena, the, the arena. And uh, I remember, arena. I remember going to that, and I got like a blow up He Man sword. That's sick. And uh, they had some awesome ones that I didn't get one, and I was mad about it because it was, you know, it was more expensive, but it lit up and whatnot. And mm. I was like, but I remember that, and I remember the magazine that teased all the characters and stuff Ugh. that were like the actors, and they're so cheesy. In their muscle suits, but it was amazing. But at the time, you're like, "This is yeah. fucking awesome." Yeah, I forgot what that. What was that called? Power tours? I forgot what it was called. I don't called. remember what it was yeah, called. Yeah. Ugh. I was talking to Luke a little bit about this, and you guys pretty much gotten into what I wanted to talk about anyway, like our experience with it. Right. And I told Luke, um, I didn't really know shit about He Man. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I know because my friends liked it. Right. I talked to Luke about it a lot. My my other friend Mike Anderson likes it. Like. I have buddies that like the property and, but I did have this funny, like roundabout experience with it as a kid. I had like these bed sheets mm. that were He-Man yeah, and I never knew that's what they were until years later when I saw, I was like, oh shit, those sheets were, it had like He-Man and, uh, and, um, I can't remember all the characters that are on it. I think She-Ra's on it. Battle Skeletor's Cat. on it Skeletor. for sure. Um, Grey Skull is on it. Yeah. I think um, I remember those sheets. Evil Lynn's on it for sure. Yeah. Didn't she wear the, like the little uh, red snake suit thing? That's Tila. Oh, is that Tila yeah. in, the, in yeah. the original? Yeah. She's on it. I kind of remember these sheets. They did they have a blue? It, they were like blue. Yeah. 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 Blue like, and like sky. white. Like yeah, blue yeah. and white. Oh man. I totally so I had those. that sheet. I don't know where the fuck we got it from. Like Goodwill or something. Dude. But I had that as a kid, and then years later, I'm like, oh shit, I should have kept those. They're probably yeah. worth a lot of money now. <laughs> totally. 
Yeah. But oh. it's just funny. I don't know. I think it's a good mix because, you know, you guys are both pretty big fans of it, and you both like car- uh, the uh, the toys and such and everything. Totally. And I'm just kind of like from the outside looking in, and I like it. But it's just cool that we both like the same thing, but I maybe like it for different reasons. Right. Like the way that I like it's different than the way you guys like totally. it. Totally. Um, but, yeah, so I wanted to come together and talk about the show um, just in general. Um, were you guys stoked when, like, you – like, we're just talking about were you guys pretty pumped when you found out they were going to do this, like Kevin Smith was going to be doing it? What was your first, like, uh, initial thought? Um, man, I – I did everything but cry. I told every one of my friends that I grew up with, like, <laughs> this shit's happening right now. Right. Like, we're getting it again, finally. Why did it take them so long to get to this? And, you know, it was it was getting to relive my childhood, even if it was just a, a hope of what the show was going to be without sure. having seen it. It was this guarantee of, hey, you're about to hit nostalgia real hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could talk about also if you guys want to get into part of it too is kind of what you're expecting or your yeah. expectations of what was going to happen so i remember when i first heard about it um i i I'd heard that there was going to be two different series um so i'm not really sure whatever happened with this other one but so there was this one there's supposed to be some other one but um <clears throat> when i saw that kevin smith was doing it i i had faith that it would at least be um entertaining and it would it would probably be really good like i it, it kind of goes back to the 2000 series that came out. There was a short-lived 2000 series, uh, like two, they called it the 2000X series or whatever. And um, I remember thinking, because originally in the original show, it's it's episodic, right? Like every episode's its own thing. And every now and then they'd have some, some episodes that went two or three episodes, but like had a little arc or whatever. But um, for the most part, every episode was kind of its own thing, and it didn't kind of have a continuing storyline. And... And when they did the 2000X one, um, it was it was more backstory and actual, you know, character building and storyline and arcs and things like that. And so I was hoping that they, because they said it was going to be a sequel to the original 80s cartoon. And I remember thinking, well, that's cool. I'm just wondering if they're going to do it episodic or if they're going to have, like, the story arc kind of thing, which is what they ended up going with. So they took the original, some of the plot lines that were in the old series and kind of push them in and, and kind of are, are kind of taking those and running with them. And I thought that was, that's, that's pretty cool that I saw, I was pretty excited about it. And, um, I saw Mark Hamill was doing Skeletor's voice. And of course he's the Joker for, you know, you know, I, I'm a big Batman animated series right. fan. So, <laughs> and Star Wars, I mean, Mark Hamill's my guy. So I was like, this is going to be awesome. Cause he's a great voice actor. And, um, I was, I got really pretty stoked about it. I do remember being gassed about that. Cause Luke, I think you found out that he was yeah. in it. And you're like, you'll never guess who's going to be Dude. Skeletor. Yeah. I was like, really? I think he got it in two, three guesses. Well, yeah, you were like, it's the, an iconic yes. villain voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, who do I know that's like an animated? I was like, oh, my God, if it's Mark Hamill. So when I saw the trailer, so the, good. I first saw the trailer and I was like, I was watching it and I was kind of pausing, you know, I was pausing it, kind of like, <laughs> see, well, what's going on here? What's, who's this? Who's that? And I remember I saw Scareglow. And Scareglow is a He-Man character that wasn't in the original cartoon. He was a toy that was made but never made an appearance in the cartoon. And he was always, he was in, I think it was like the last four figures they released. So towards the end of the He-Man line in the 80s, there were some figures that they put out. Same thing with Ninja Turtles. It was the same. They put some figures out that never made it in the show. They just kind of made some stuff up to sell. And Scareglow was one of those. 
and he's a really popular uh, kind of considered a cult classic of figures. You know, like he's a very popular figure. Very expensive. He's very expensive. If you get the vintage ones, like four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's he's an expensive Christ. one. I got one. No big deal. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> flex. Uh, yeah, flex. Um, so when I saw that he was going to be in the series, I was like, oh my god, that's going to be awesome. So I was thinking, I wonder who's voicing him. So then I looked that up and I saw it was Tony Todd, the guy that played Candyman. Yeah, I, that was and, like, oh my god, I recognize like, his voice right away. And so I was super stoked. So I'll stop there before we get into anything else. But like, right. it was that got me super hyped when I saw Scarecrow because he's one of my favorite things, and I was like, this is gonna be cool. Just the main cast in general. When I saw the main cast, I was like, holy shit, they got uh, people from Game of Thrones. They got Mark Hamill. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, dude, Lena Headley. I mean, she's one, great, man. Cersei. Yeah, Cersei, three hundred. <laughs> three hundred, yeah. That that was it. I mean, they had me at Lena Headley, yeah. and then Mark Hamill, and I was yeah. floored. Yeah. yeah. Before we get in too much into spoilers, Sorry. one yeah. of the things I said about uh, so I told Luke, um, this isn't too much of a spoiler, I guess, but it's in one of the first couple episodes that I didn't realize until it was like partway through there, walking through the forest in, in one scene, and she says something, and I was like, oh fuck, that's right, that's. <laughs> Lena, Lena Headley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Headley or whatever. And you can definitely tell her like, voice, too. I like, was just like, felt like such an idiot that I, <clears throat> it took me that long to remember, like, oh, yeah, I remember that I looked that up. Right. But something just hit about her voice at yeah. that time, and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember I, got, I definitely got chills when I first saw the, the trailer. I got chills. It was the same thing when I saw Star Wars, like when they brought it back. Of course, little did I know it was going to turn out to be shit. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that they set the whole trailer to flash dance. Yeah. And it was even better because of that. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Great trailer, by the way. Good yes. job, Kevin Smith and company. Props. <laughs> Kevin Smith and Co. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Smith and Co. Um, well, I guess uh, unless you guys have anything else, we could just move right into the, the show proper. What uh, what you've all come to listen to. <laughs> okay, it. so uh, we'll just throw out a spoiler alert now, just in case. Okay. I'll put that in the show notes, too. Yeah. If you've not watched it. Watch it and then come back and listen to this. Yes. Um, one of the things I was surprised about that I guess I don't know if I missed it or if I just uh, um, just didn't or like forgot or something, but I didn't know it was going to come out in part. So this first right. this first batch is just the first five episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you guys think? I mean, start you start you get you watch episode one, you get to the very end. What are your thoughts on that first episode? I mean, the first episode was a banger for sure. Like it, it, it comes in hot. It, it gives you that, uh, classic feeling with the, the classic, uh, He-Man versus Skeletor and the evil versus good thing. And then it gives you a massive cliffhanger right at the end of the episode. And you're like, Whoa, where's this going to go? You know, like what's, what's happening here? It was that, that first episode was, it ended up being my second favorite episode out of the five, but it's still really, really good. Like I, it was definitely a, a solid, um, hook. You know, they hooked you on that. Like you were like, yeah, you're, okay, you're I'm hooked watch in. The rest of you're this. locked in. Yeah, you, know, you, you you're, you're invested, okay. and and they got you on that first one because of the cliffhanger at the end of that episode. So, um, the I thought that the animation for this show is um, absolutely amazing. I agree. They um they definitely took um the classic, and I feel like they had some inspiration from the 2000X series as well, and kind of mashed that together to kind of come up with the the style, and it's amazing looking. It looks great. Like. The action, the animation, it's really good. Yeah, I was a big fan of it. I know it's a, in a later episode, but it's when um, the power is coming back to the, um, like they've restored the power. I think it's in the last episode. It's, yeah. Yeah. 
that animation of like when the power is coming down, like as like a mm-hmm. light. I was like, this is like very anime. Like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. Used to getting like big Akira vibes or something. Yeah. Like, it reminded me of just like a classic, like what you how you would see light animated in anime. Yeah. And I also like that they included a bunch of things um, from the toy line. Yes, so exactly. So I mean, uh, for the first first spoiler spoiler alerts is the sword of power. And as a kid, if you got the figures, you know that it came with, uh, He-Man came with one half of a power sword and Skeletor came with one half of a power sword. So the toy line, you could put them together to create the power sword, right? That's how the toy line worked. And later on, they kind of, they never really elaborated on there being two pieces of it. And then in this series, they definitely show that it's two parts and you can take it apart. Which is really cool. That was a really good nod to the toys and the fans and stuff that you had to put these two together to create the power sword, which was, you know, something that we were all nostalgic about, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. well, it kind of added, I mean, that was like the vehicle for the narrative, too, in the actual, in this series. Right. Because, like, it breaks and then the one half basically is like goes to hell and one half goes to heaven. Right, yeah. Type of thing. Which is another cool thing about that. When they show the heaven, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in the later episode, but yeah. But yes, it was, it's it's great. Yeah, Luke, I know we talked a little bit about that first episode. I just want to say, um, before we get into yours, um, one thing that me and you were talking about when we were going to watch it is you were like, man, I kind of see, because, I mean, the, it's inescapable. When something comes out, you're going to see what people think about it online, right. whether you want to sure. or not. So we were, I remember you being a little discouraged because, like, people were, like, shitting on it already. And I was like, ugh. Dude. But, um we talked about it and we were still like of the mindset of like, we're going to watch it for ourselves. Right. Not have our mind made mm-hmm. up. Oh dear God. We're not sheep. But I remember, right. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I do remember a couple things that irked me a little bit in the first episode, but it was, it was definitely like overall, in my opinion, was like positive yeah. for me. So um, what were the things that irked you? Let's, let's get into it. Well, one of them <laughs> me and Luke talked about, I don't want to take your point, no, but um, actually, why don't you talk about that point? It was the, uh, with his dad, like his, the first line with his dad. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me let me just give a boilerplate here real quick. Um, I don't want to offend Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I thought the first episode overall was definitely my second favorite. It was fan service entirely, mm-hmm. entirely. But um, you know, the first complaint I really did have was something that I wasn't even expecting. And, and what Harold is alluding to is with King Randor, mm-hmm. you know, in the original series, um, him and the queen were kind of oblivious to everything that was going on. You know, they just kind of played these, Oh, we're king and queen of this mm-hmm. world. And, you know, which I get is not really a, a lot of character depth, but, um, and I know that's what they were doing here. And I love Diedrich Bader, but, um, when Tila's, um, uh, party or the the celebration was um, happening. Mm-hmm. You hear King Randor, or I'm sorry, it was um, I can't even remember who said it. Somebody said, "Look at Man at Arms, he's glowing with pride." And then you hear King Randor in the background, and he's like, "Yeah, I, w- I hope the I hope that someday I know what that feels like." And I was like, "The fuck!" Like you just shit on your own son right in front of everybody when as this is about as Tila. if he's like I'm not what? like I want to feel pride in you one day. Yeah, yeah. I, I think part of it too is like I can't remember if we talked about this later. It's like I was wondering if maybe that was like building into like how he doesn't know that he's He Man. 
Well, there's that yes. absolutely, but, but that's also I like you. Could, I feel like you could do that a different way. So, so, so I'll, I'll give you my take on on that. Is, go ahead. Is, is um, you know, if you go back and watch the original series, I mean, that's always been a thing where like Adam's seen as like lazy and he's he's afraid to fight. He's running away from the fight all the time. It's always been a Prince Adam thing, which is part of his like character to hide the fact that he is heroic or whatever. And I, I think that the surprising thing for me with it was that because there is some episodes in the eighties cartoon where they give you the backstory on He-Man's mother is from earth. Mm -hmm. Like she is an earth. She's not from Eternia. Like she, she's a, uh, a astronaut scientist, scientist astronaut, and, yeah. and she crashes on Eternia. And so there is backstory on her. Now I, 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 they never alluded that she knew that he was He-Man, but in this, she obviously, they, they kind of revealed that she knew the whole time, which right. I think was... Interesting choice. It, it was interesting, but then again, a mom's going to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, moms are, they're, they're tied into their kids in some mystical way that we don't even know about. You know what I mean? So, I, I kind of got that, um, but it wasn't surprising to me that King Randor made that comment because I feel like he's made comments like that even in the original um, about Adam not taking responsibility, blah, 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 you know. It may just fit. You know what? It may have just been because it's the first episode. Maybe it just felt heavy-handed or something. It, that's yeah. more of what it, it was, was like for me. It was so ex like exposition-driven that it's like mm -hmm. almost to the point where it's unrealistic. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it was a little bit of a character deviation in the – I feel like the original King Randor would have probably been a little – softer handed with that like right. hey adam you know when are you gonna join the um yeah join the military or whatever you know i i just you gotta do know, something they like <laughs> they dug it to, into the bone on that one yeah in, in like the first five minutes but yeah they um, definitely made it seem more like he was disappointed in his son yes and not so much just hoping for his son to do something right which this the old show was more about i feel like because at the end of every episode, you remember, I mean, it was always a, a life lesson. I mean, part. that's how I got all my morals, guys. Like Exactly. <laughs> you know, from He-Man, Joe, that's where you learned all your, because at the I end of it. Share with your friends. I think yeah. I sent you that thing <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I learned all, yeah. all the values all from 80s cartoons. Yeah, exactly. You learn, <laughs> learn about what happens when you tell a lie and what, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and so I remember um, it being more of a hopeful thing, like an encouragement, Adam, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can do this. You can be, you know, whatever. And this one, it was more like your disappointment kind of thing. So I do get that. <laughs> I yeah, do. that's and that's. I, I guess it was. And I know they're the, the 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 hope is that they're trying to really reshape this so it's more real and deep. Mm -hmm. And I I totally understand that. It just I guess it felt like I always looked at King Randor as like this really like jolly mm -hmm. happy Santa Claus kind of guy. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, I get it, and I'm not. That's not like. I'm never going to watch this show ever again because <laughs> I was just like, whoa, okay. Right, yeah. It's, it felt a little which is heavy handed. Which is funny because the 2000X cartoon is a lot more serious than oh, yeah. this one where Randor and Skeletor were brothers before he became Skeletor and that whole thing. So it was like he was more, Randor was more of a warrior. Right. Where they don't really show that in the old cartoon. He was just a king. And yeah. the same thing with this one. You don't really, at least not yet, they haven't shown that he's like a yeah. badass or anything. But um, So I guess for the purpose of just. I mean, we could talk about each moment we like, but mm -hmm. just to move on, move us through. Yeah, okay. The um, so we get to the first episode. The first episode we come upon, um, the crew. It's Tila is taking over Man at Arms' position. Yes. And they're having a party for it. Meanwhile, at Castle Grayskull, Skeletor is trying to sneak in. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of the whole vibe of that first episode, just kind of setting up that, um, you know, t- things are changing. Tila's taken over, and mm-hmm. then this whole thing of like introducing Skeletor. Of course, he's up to his old bullshit. Right. Yeah. They kind of flipped it on its head that he ended up actually getting through to the thing that he was trying to get, which I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Finally had a plan that worked. Exactly. You know? And uh, that was one thing that I uh, uh, remember about the old one. Like, I didn't I didn't watch it, like, all of the episodes, but I just remember Skeletor in the original. He's like, meh. Yeah, meh. <laughs> you bum like nincompoop. You, you rum, what do you say, you royal boob? Yeah, he would like, <laughs> it's like he was reading out of the stories yeah. every episode. Yeah. I don't want to be good. <laughs> yeah. I want to feel evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which that was, oh man, and the original Skeletor is in this as a different character. Yep, Alan Oppenheimer. Um, He's who, is he Mossman? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Did you guys watch the uh, after the the thing of the making of? I didn't know. I haven't watched that yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. I should have. I didn't know that they had that on there. Okay. Is that with the cast and Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to give anything away, but there was just one part with him that he talked about that had me tearing up. He was talking about the original series having the, uh, the messages at the end. Right, yeah. And I just love that they brought him in to even include him in this new thing. Yeah, that's amazing. But he yeah. just he just got emotional when he talked about like interacting with the fans about what this show meant to them. So yeah. Yeah. you guys should watch that. It'll make you tear up. Oh yeah, there. definitely. I'll check that out when I get home. Um, but yeah, they talked basically he talks to the whole cast and um, just like gets their take, which I guess Triclops is Henry Rollins. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. I love that casting too. That was yes. crazy. I can't even describe how perfect <laughs> that was. That's amazing, yeah. Oh man. It was pretty cool. Rich. Okay, so uh where was I in the first episode? Oh, so Skeletor's trying to get yes. under Castle, Castle Grayskull to get the, the core orb. the core power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, is that in the original? Um so the orb is definitely there. Okay. Um it definitely is more elaborated on in the two thousand X than in this series for sure. Okay, cool. Of of its importance. Um so it was cool that they Skeletor finally realized that it's not the sword, that it's this thing, and right. that it, it's basically shielding Castle Grayskull kind of thing and making it look unappealing. Right. And so he he guess he figured that out somehow because it's Mark Hamill now. So <laughs> I don't that know. was pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't really get that at first until like you know in the later episodes things the magic's gone, so it just looks kind of like a meh yeah. building. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, the uh, what did you guys like? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just like ex- exciting for that first transformation. Were you guys like pumped when uh, oh, Prince yeah. Adam? Of course. Oh, was it his line also? I've never thought about it until I watched this, and I was like, "By the power of Grace Cole, I have the power." I'm like, he starts and ends with the power. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It felt like kind of redundant too. It just made me like, I've never thought about it. Is what I was. Th- is what I'm saying. But I was just like, man, that line is so iconic. I, mean, I just never thought about what he's actually saying. Right. <laughs> it's almost like the the power itself actually has a, a brain, and they're just thinking, like, just let him say it. It, it, yeah, it yeah. helps him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do also like that uh, that they say that, that they're giving you a little bit of history about Eternia being the first planet in the universe. Yeah, yes. that was very Which is cool. As if it's like the whole universe yeah. was born of this. Right, yeah, like yeah. Like yeah. all the magic, all the magic from everywhere yeah. comes from here. So, yeah. So I, I thought it was cool, man. I thought that that first episode was just it was a good it was a good tone setter. The animation uh, of the transformation was a wonderful nod to the original, mm-hmm. where you know in the in the original, if anyone's familiar, it's got this kind of like stardust background feel, while He Man is like, I mean, he's going from Prince Adam to He Man, so he's really just changing his attire. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but in this one, they almost took that and kind of inverted it. So He-Man's body is actually kind of like this glowing stardust metal look. And it's actually like he's going from Adam, who they've noticeably slimmed down, to mm-hmm. He-Man, who is just this roided out Hulk. Right. I thought that was, it was a, a it wasn't really necessarily a complaint, but it was something that everyone, every kid that grew up with it was just like, this is kind of weird, but it, it was, well, it was always kind of like, how do you not know that that's exactly, He-Man? Like, because it was the whole Superman super, super, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was the Superman Clark Kent thing. It's like, how do you not know that that's He-Man? Like, because oh, it's literally Prince, just changing clothes. Prince Adam isn't shredded like this guy. It can't be him. Right, yeah. He's not wearing pink anymore. This yeah. can't be him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like a subtle change too to the He-Man costume, right? The middle crest. Yes, the, yes. there's an H instead of the the, claw, the cross thing or whatever. Uh, Nazi cross thing? Yes. What, what, what is that cross? Anyway. It was an old Templar cross. <laughs> Templar, that's right. Yeah. It was, yeah. Knights and Templar. It was used later on for more devious behavior. Right. So. I didn't even, I don't think I would have noticed that, but Luke pointed that out to me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's different. Well, and, you know, I was a little worried about how they were going to change it at first when I heard, but, and I, I mean, I'm not advocating to keep the original. I'm just saying I wasn't, I, that, I mean, that part of him is iconic, even if it's not a great symbol anymore. Yeah. But, um, uh, for people who are familiar with the original toy line, um, there was a battle armor He-Man and Skeletor, yep. and the battle armor He-Man had different he had the H, uh, had, had a a bigger uh, breastplate, and it had the H. So they used yep. that interesting for the mark. It was also it's still did, canon. Wasn't the old comic version had the H on it too? Didn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. I feel like the well, old cartoon was the only thing that had that symbol. The so, I mean, this is nerdy, but I have some of those like little like picture books that were mm-hmm. um, built for kids, but dude, the illustrations were straight on like, um, you know, like right. Alex Ross type mm-hmm. acrylic. And he had the, he had, they were different. So sometimes he would have the H and sometimes he would have the, the cross. Yeah. So it was a little bit of inconsistency in the character design, but anyway. Overall, I think it is pretty, it looked really good. Like you were saying, Roman, I did like the animation too. Yeah, it looks really good, yeah. Um, so yeah, we get that transformation. Basically, it's um, He-Man's trying to stop Skeletor from getting the orb. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he stops him is by blowing everybody up. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically pulls the sword, and that's where we get the whole going back to the splitting the sword in half. Yes. Yeah. And then... So, yeah. at that point, um, the sword is gone. We find out that the sword's a conduit for all the magic in Eternia. Mm-hmm. We're in everywhere, actually. Right. And so uh, when that's destroyed, um, that's kind of where the story turns and where we actually get the actual narrative shift mm-hmm. to this, um, to the actual proper storyline. Um, so from there, we're trying to find the two halves of the sword, combine them again right. to bring magic back to the universe. Well, and, and you also have the Tila discovers that Prince Adam is He-Man because of that sacrifice. Exactly. So uh, we get he back to the, gets back to the castle, yes. uh, find out that the mom knew. Tila, that was I think that was the other thing we talked about, Luke. She like flipped out flipped about right that, out. and I was like, I was kind of pissed at that at first. I was uh, not expecting that, and I was yeah. just like, for her to like freak out like the way she did, and ran, yeah, and like I don't know, someone on uh, I did some, something I did see on Twitter that was like someone not just shitting on it, but they were like, it was like a um like a teenage tantrum it was a tantrum a little bit and i was like that was kind of like weird the way that they ended up having her do that but i'm trying to think of like how that would make me feel if someone well, like that that i 
knew and didn't trust me to tell me something like that. I especially guess I if it's your best friend, you yeah. know. And so, but that's another thing is like we never really understood the relationship between Tila and, and Prince Adam. They're lovers like, are, and friends. Are they lovers or <laughs> are they just friends or you know what 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 is the status there? I need to find the relationship. I need, I need the relationship status <laughs> updated on that one because it's complicated. It's, is what it'd be is, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I guess they haven't still haven't. They're just saying that they're they're best friends and. I guess I would I could understand like being the only one that didn't know, but I guess Randor didn't know either. Right. And he his reaction was a little bit. He kind of flew off the handle too. Ridiculous too. He, he fired Man at Arms. Yeah, which was like or banished him. Which was like not really Man at Arms. That was he was following <laughs> the instructions from sources and Prince Adam. It wasn't, you know. He's like, man, I'm the messenger. Well, but it is his son, and he just lost his son. So <laughs> I, I can understand maybe the grief reaction. I guess, but. Yeah. So, anyways, no one likes so, being lied to. Apparently. So, so that that's is. that's the cliffhanger right there. Is the is yeah. she knows and then everybody's upset and kind of breaks the crew up and he lied. She believed. Yeah. I need a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Don't. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. But okay, so that kind of is where the shift ends up happening, yep. and really, that's there's nothing major that I have qualms with, other than. Um, when we have that shift, like after that first episode, I'm like, when he, with He-Man gone, like, how is there going to be a He-Man cartoon? So then that was kind of like the, maybe a little bit off-putting that I was just like, mo- uh, like the first few of these episodes are going to be without He-Man and it's a He-Man cartoon. I thought I thought the same thing. It was definitely a, yeah. a, a bait and switch kind of thing. But I kind of figured, I was like, well, sure. I mean, there's, they're not going to kill off He-Man. Like, they're, they got, I mean, that's what this is going to be, is her trying to get him back. Now, I just didn't understand... How long lasted? How long was right. the time between the first episode and the second episode? Because there's right. definitely a time jump. Yeah. Well, we'll say like a year, maybe. I don't know. She's, a year uh, or two. That's when she meets um, her. What's the girl's name? The Lena. The new character. Isn't that Lena? Oh no, uh, Andra. 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 Okay. Which I guess um, you guys had mentioned that you didn't watch the after the episode thing. But in that thing, they mentioned that she was like in one issue of the comic. She was or in something. one comic. And I was like, holy shit, I guess she was in this. I thought she was like an all-new character. I, I wasn't that familiar. Well, I mean, similar to like what Roman said with uh, Scareglow, which right. we'll get into later. Um, um, the, the comic and the cartoon were a little separate, and they borrowed from one another a lot, but they didn't really establish this as canon one way or the other right. every single time. It's just like, hey, here's all the stuff. Right. And yeah. they're just kind of pulling from the stuff that they right. wanted to include. But I thought it was cool that they brought her in. Yeah. I thought she was, I mean, personally a little useless for the most part, except for, like, um, shutting down the the thing Triclops was driving yeah. later on. But, oh, yeah. It was kind of like um, she was the... Uh, like it was like Xena Warrior Princess with her friend. She was, Gabrielle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what true. it was. Yeah. She's like the audience, I guess. Like you're like yeah. she doesn't really know about all this. Yeah, stuff. so she's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like the new character, like we sure. are. Um, well, from there, so basically the narrative shifts, and from that point on, um, Tila is tasked with you know getting the sword. I think it was was it Evelyn in disguise. Evelyn, Evelyn yeah. in disguise, yeah. So she and then they end up teaming up actually, and then that's when the journey starts for them to look for the two right. halves of the swords, yeah, uh, to combine them and. Um, there's some there's some interesting stuff that happens, and that's when we see Triclops mm-hmm. has um, taken over Snake and Mountain. Taken over, yeah. The new Joel Osteen. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty rich. Yeah, dude. That's yeah, that good. part was crazy. They're like drinking the stuff and turning into 
cyborgs or yeah, whatever no, they yeah, I was like, was, that's nuts. It, it was a cool little thing, though. I, I mean, that was, was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. That, but obviously, somebody's going to take over, right? And so, and uh, I also thought it was cool that how Beastman showed up. Beastman's, oh, yeah. Beastman's yeah. definitely in this one. He's That was a, kind of a little bit of a complaint, but not really. He's a lot more, he's not a big idiot like he was in the cartoon. He's he's just he's he's kind of hulkish, but he's more he's not as dumb. Like he's more intelligent, I guess, a little bit. It's almost like he had some compassion for uh, Evil Lynn and yeah. Tila, and you know he was always a bumbling idiot and just temper tantrum all the time. And so that was a little bit different. I thought I didn't I didn't didn't bother me at the end of the day, but he no. was a little more. It was less Beast Man and yeah. a little more like um, docile Animal Man. Yeah. But I think that that was an update that I didn't necessarily mind too much. Yeah. Um, also, seeing uh, what's the machine guy's name? Why am I going Roboto? Blue? Roboto, yes. I love that. They was, brought Roboto. Was that, that was Justin amazing. Long? Yes, that was amazing. They did a great job with that. Yeah. He, Roboto was he's actually like, hey, highlight. I'm a copy of Man at Arms. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was cool, man. I was like, okay. That was a good one. Um, that was pretty rich. His, his part almost made me cry. I'm not gonna lie. That was. Bro, yeah, we'll get there. But I'm saying, I'm trying to remember, like tearing up, doggy. The second episode, (laughs) yeah, the second episode, you kind of see where they're, where they're. Okay, so this is what's going to happen now. They're going to go find this stuff. They had triclops. They get tasked with going to get the goblet, which ends up being the Skeletor skull thing. Yeah, the staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing that they did start building in was um, they kind of built in um. Bits of He Man into the, into the uh, exposition mm-hmm. because when Tila would get to something, maybe she'd experienced with He Man before. It would flash back. It would flash back, yeah. um, and be like, like when they fell into that pit. So she, when they got back later, yeah. she knew there was a pit there. Right. So I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting way to work it back into the episode. You Which know is I mean? cool because that's another thing they took from the toy line that wasn't in the original series, is the way Snake Mountain looked, looks like the looks like the toy castle and then that trap door was an effect from the toy mm-hmm. and so, the, so it was cool that they included that with the net there because that was part of the toy the thing. yeah well, they never did that in the cartoon you never really see it in the cartoon yeah you just see the inside you see like the outside and the snake but you don't ever see the gate or any of that stuff and you just see the inside of snake mountain so it was kind of cool to to see it that way and and that they include that in there like from the toy line it was pretty yeah. sweet they would have had a full-on riot on their hands, honestly, from a lot of the fans if they didn't actually do those flashbacks, in my mind. And yeah. I mean, I'm not, it's not necessarily, I'm, I'm validating any of the complaints there. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it was a nice way of saying, you know, as angry at uh, He-Man as Tila was, mm-hmm. she still remembered the lessons that he taught her. Right, and yeah. He was still integral to the overarching narrative. Mm-hmm. Right. So we get that first uh, introduction, reintroduction of Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, this is whenever they find out that there's two halves. The two, the sword is broken in the two halves. Right. One's in Subternia. One's in Eternia. Um, uh, Preternia. Preternia. Yeah. So it's like the okay, we've got the mission. Now we're like, let's mm-hmm. go recruiting. So the next thing they start doing is getting the crew together. Let's go fuck shit up and get these halves real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess. We've gotten how far? About forty minutes in, we haven't even even mentioned my guy Orko. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, we, we're about to get. Yeah, that's where they because they have to merge, figure out how to merge the sword back together. Exactly. So they get man at arms and and that's where they Roboto. pick up Roboto and, so, yeah. and Orko's there with them. And Orko's sick because 
the magic's gone, and, right. and so Orko's about to make me cry. Already. Dying. Yeah. I know that part. So, so that's when they, they they meet up with a man at arms again. Um, he's been banished, but as they're traveling, um, they come upon him in a small village mm -hmm. that Triclops and those guys are attacking, and man at arms just starts shitting on people. Oh, dude, you forget how badass he is. <laughs> Dude, okay, there's a part later too where he has like this fucking bazooka. Yeah, dude. And I was yes. like, holy shit. Man at Arms is the shit, man. He might anyway. be my he's one of my favorites. We need him with a beard. I mean, we need a whole ass toy with <laughs> Man at Arms with a beard. Yes. That shit was badass. And it was short Davos. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another, another 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 Game of Thrones veteran, <laughs> Sir Davos. You guys will get a kick out of that later. They ask him a, a pretty funny question <laughs> okay. if he likes. Playing Man at Arms or Sir Davos better. Oh, okay. So you guys will get a kick. There's out a right of that. answer there. There's. Yeah. A <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh, so this is when they, you, like you guys were saying, they find Orko. They're they're yeah. gathering the people to yes. go get the halves of the swords proper. The Fellowship of the Sword, exactly. if you will. Yeah. Um. So they're on their way to Subternia. Um. This is when we get we actually see um the Merman guy. Yep, Merman. Kevin yeah. Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And I just, I was telling Luke when I watched that episode, I was like, dude, I could not, Why's, I couldn't not hear Bruce Wayne the whole time. <laughs> Why is Batman dressed like a fish? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, this guy can do everything. Yeah. And I was, I was actually stoked that he wasn't too far different from his uh, original 80s cartoon version. Like, he's kind of the same, same guy. Like, it was that, pretty that, cool. Uh, the character design is cool. Like, the, yep. the I feel like he was eye. the most was faithful cool. to yeah. his original design, yes. honestly. Like, and... Not that I was complaining about the others. He just, I I felt like he just kind of stepped out of the old cartoon. Right. Right. Yep. That's always nice. When yeah. It's like a thing where you're like, okay, cool. This is clearly in the spirit of the original. Right. Um, So, yeah, we did basically just move through that, and they get the pass from him. Like, okay, you're good. You guys can go through, get the subternia. Right. Uh, they get We get to where we're landing, and Evelyn opens the door, I think, to subternia, and mm -hmm. then that's when they get in there. Um, that's when one of my favorite scenes happens, actually, when her and Orko bond. That was cool. Yes. I really yeah. did like that. Um, what, did, what did you guys, from that point on, what did you guys like about that one? What, what happened in the story? Um, okay, so <clears throat> from that point, obviously, they go down there, and uh, I liked Orko saying the rhyme, because I, I never knew about this rhyme. Uh, uh, the, I forgot what the rhyme is now, but it ends with Scareglow. Like it's it's kind oh, of an right. ancient rhyme or whatever. <laughs> Beware the whatever, because then so and so. It's like an old. It's like a a kid's Halloween story rhyme. You know what I mean? And and I guess Scare. So you you kind of discover that Scareglow runs the underworld. Like he's he's the devil, pretty much, right? And and then they get separated because Scareglow's gonna try and feed on their fear. This is probably this was my favorite episode because of my Scareglow love, and then knowing that Tony Todd, the guy that plays Candyman, is the voice actor for it, and the fact that they made Scareglow look amazing, he sounds like Candyman, which is amazing, and he <laughs> almost is a version of Candyman. Like if if you take it, like it's in in Candyman, he's always like, you know, be my victim, yeah, and then. And this one, he's like, "Give me your fear." Like he's like, it's like the same voice, and it's like the same kind of principle, um, which I thought was I was like, that's so genius that they thought of that to bring him in to play do that voice, and it's just amazing. Like it, it was a, it was a great scene. So, anyways, so so then yeah, like you were saying, Orko, like they end up in separate areas, which, which is like a vision, right? Like it's just it's not they're not actually gone. It's like mind games. Yeah, it's like a mind game. They're still staying in the same area, but 
they think they're in different areas. So, but I did like the bonding between Orko finding out that his real name was supposed to be Oracle, and and the 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 weight of that, you know, him being a disappointment to his family, and and then him bonding with Evelyn. You kind of start to see some humanity in Evelyn, and uh, I thought that was really cool. They're giving like so much depth to this character you never yes. even really thought about. Yeah. Like Orko, I, I like his character design. Mm-hmm. Luke has a shirt with him on it, and I always like think of that shirt. But yeah, I was like, I never thought is, is this what is this guy's relationship dynamic with his parents like? Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was cool for them to build it in, and you get to get a little bit of the backstory, so like you can mm-hmm. understand why the people act the way they are. You know what I mean? Like, right? I I, I like that part. Yeah, I mean that was that was probably my second favorite part of it uh, of that episode it was hands down my favorite episode of the whole thing mm. um yeah it was a that was a fun one you take evil Lynn, who was kind of skeletor's right hand mm-hmm. um i mean some people might say beast man but really evil Lynn was like that was his tila it was and um and here she is without a a friend you know Mm-hmm. or without someone who she thought was at least a friend. And then you get Orko, who, I mean, in my mind, was a little more of a sidekick to He-Man than I think Tila was. I guess I always yeah. saw He-Man, or uh, Tila and Evil Lynn as masters of the universe as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I thought that um, with Orko exploring his home planet um, and just feeling the weight of what was going on was just amazing. It, it, it built in that depth. Mm-hmm. And um, the the way that they bonded was just you know over I was gonna say the his name being Oracle and the fact that Orco came from a little kid trying to say that word mm-hmm. I man it was just it was that shit was, it real. was touching you yeah because I was a kid when I learned to love Orco he is my favorite of the whole series and I never really had a reason why he was always just this bumbling cool. idiot magician <laughs> that could never do yeah. any like real real magic yeah. you know. So I was going to actually back up a little bit on okay. his where when he's in bed and you find out he's sick and he's dying or whatever, mm-hmm. like not dying necessarily, but that's what you're he's weakened. Yeah. He's having withdrawals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> withdrawals yeah, of magic. Stretch. <laughs> um, Y'all got any of that angel dust? <laughs> um, but he, he tries to like bring out the sun when he's in bed and then it turns into a rain cloud and he's like, I'm feeling a little under the weather and yeah. I lost my shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking to my girlfriend and she's just over there like, That's like Oh my God. Campy eighties. Yeah. Right. It was humor. Good. Yes. But um so the whole bonding experience with him and Evil Lynn was amazing for me. But and this might be a big, big spoiler. Um I could not wait for Scarelow to come out. And when they were when you find out that Evil Lens um, got the staff, and you know, at the, the the end of the third episode, you see her take it back, almost like um, ominously, like she's going to trap them all there. But in reality, you find out at the near the end of this episode that that's actually how they get to preternia to get right. the other sword. Right. I was I noticed that too. I was just like, she's being kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, you would expect, right? Yeah. It's Evil Lynn. You, exactly. you expect her to be doing something shady. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it's kind of builds into the character so, stereotype. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all that aside, like that that part was cool, but you know, they're the whole thing is they're trying to get away from Scareglow, and he's this force that's unstoppable. Really, like he could have taken them all there had they not had that gateway. <laughs> but 
he was going to get them before they went through. And then you get Orko being the badass that he is, right. stand in the way and, and save everyone. And I won't go any further, even Shit. though there are spoiler alerts, but man. Shit had me mad crying, you No, let's spoil that shit. Well, you, you want to spoil that? He shit? saved the day. He does save the day. He kicked Scareglow's ass, and he, yeah, he definitely he he gets him. But they, I but don't at know, what cost? But, but that's the at thing what is, cost? but you know, I still th- I still feel like you know it is a cartoon, and it is still um, a fantasy cartoon, and, and it's one of those things like superheroes. Are they really gone? He's coming back. Show me a body. Right, yeah. Give me a body. Whenever they disappear. They're coming back. We only got a taste of the actual Oracle. Yes, and, and not only that, we only got a taste of Scareglow. It's like they're not going to bring Scareglow like that and then have him you just hope not. disappear. Hope not. I hope not, yeah. I um, mean, if he went out, all I'm saying is if Orko was the one that ended him, then that would have been amazing. I'm totally fine with yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, what you guys are saying, um, I think one thing we didn't mention yet was that Tila's thing that she's battling yes. is a vision of He Man. And yeah. Of fighting He-Man. Through conquering that, and I think she had, like, some lasting feelings of guilt and such. And, uh, but when she works through that and, like, conquers that, that's whenever the, uh, the half of the, the first half of the sword presents itself to her. Right. Um, I thought that was a cool way to kind of build that. And, and, and I liked, I liked that, uh, her fear was not being ordinary. Her fear was being extraordinary. She was afraid of being a He-Man. Yeah, they said that. Um, he said that. He was yes. like. Some most people scare being normal, yeah, but you don't, right? She's afraid like, huh. of the opposite, yes. Interesting, because I mean, we, I mean, if you watch the '80s show, you know that she's the sorceress's daughter. So, and man at arms, man at arms, and sorceress, and so you know that there, she has some power to is she, her. Is she adopted in that one too? Um, or did man at arms adopt her? So man at arms was the adopted father. I don't, don't know, know if we're f- ever revealed. Who the actual father is, but uh, I know because, yeah. So I would. It, we assume he got her, like when she was a baby. Yeah, um, but we do know she's Sorceress' daughter because Sorceress. Right. That's one of the first few episodes of the whole series. Is I want to say in the first ten it's, episodes, right? Yeah. And they show that, but she, uh, Sorceress kind of erases her mind, so she doesn't know. Yeah. Which was, um, I mean, even for the eighties, that was a that was phenomenal a great, episode. Yes, phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. So we do know that that's coming at some point. We do know she has some sort of power to her right and specialness to her so you never know what though so i'm exactly hoping if if this doesn't end with her getting that Something. like actualizing that that power in some way th- it, i'm gonna be a little upset. i think it's hinted to um later which we'll get to i think so i think um but okay where are we at this point she's so, gotten so, the sword so she's gotten the sword the and we're about, we're about to go to and then we talked about orko Holding off, Holding everybody off gets through the portal yeah. to pre-turning, right? Uh, yes. No, uh, yeah, pre-turning, yeah. And they build him a little grave, dude. I know. Yeah, it's, they, it's, they it's, had the thing. They it had the tugs thing on your heartstrings. Thanks, the, Kevin Smith, for tugging on my heartstrings. Portal closes, you. and right as the portal closes, his scarf falls uh, through. Well, ca- that ca- little pop of purple. Well, I know. Yes, and what's funny about it is, like, it gets you in the feels. But you, that's why I like Kevin Smith doing it because you always see him. He he is one of those people that gets the feels when he watches things. He gets chills, you know. You see him crying all the time when he reviews movies and stuff because it does touch him. So it he does. They did a good job of translating those and getting those moments, capturing those moments yeah. of uh, of some real depth and emotion to it. So very cool. Um, so at this point, um, the crew on some Scooby Doo shit they kind of <laughs> split up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a few of the people are going. I think it's uh, Roboto, 
Andra and who's the other person that uh, Beast Man, they split up to go recruit like some more people to help them, and then uh, Prince uh, Prince Adam shows back up. Yeah, so he's in he's in um, Preternia. So what, okay, so let's back up real quick. At the end of the episode uh, with Scareglow, and and they get to pre when you first see through the doorway and you see Preternia. Um, another uh, side note, another nod to the fans and nod to the toys was the sword being a key to get the things. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So, so so like it's stabbing in and it opens this door, and you see the uh, Preternia place, basically the old playset from when we were kids. The eighties, oh, uh, the eighties, yeah, the that, that that's that design. That's cool. Of uh, of, of Preternia's that that whole castle thing. Are you gonna throw that shit in? Because I'm not gonna know that stuff. Oh yeah, the Eternia <laughs> castle. So when I saw it, I was like, no way, that's badass. Yeah, it looked just like the old toy. I was like, ah, that's cool. So they go through, and then it skips to the next episode, and then they pick it up there, and um, or the, well, you, they get in there, and then you see Prince Adam walk up. And, right. So we get to the next episode where they're in the heaven or Preternia. That was pretty cool too. Um. I really liked um, that setting and such. The characters were introduced to. I think that episode was called like the most dangerous man in Preternia. If I remember right, I the, the most dangerous man in Eternia. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're they're there. Um. Basically, to get that second half of the uh, sword. Mm-hmm. Um. And we uh, the the coolest thing of that episode to me was that you get to meet Grayskull. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about a person. No, th- I was th- like, why do they call it Castle Grayskull? <laughs> yeah. So you can touch on that a little bit because he was introduced in the 2000X cartoon, yep. um, and they did change his race. And so that was, I think, some of the stuff you saw online was people that were worried about wokeness or whatever the ridiculousness <laughs> is of, you know, what they're worried about. <laughs> you know, um, they changed him. Changed his race. They're like hashtag not my race. Yeah, exactly. I was like, come on, guys. Like, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I had to edit that part out. Yeah, like not it's not, keep it's not that big of a deal. Like it wasn't. <laughs> if you're worried about that, you know, I think there's more yeah. things to be worried about. And it's uh, Phil Lamar, isn't it? Yeah, Phil Lamar plays him. I was just like, oh shit! I recognize yeah. his voice immediately. You remember seeing Wondar? Wondar was in there too. In the background, he was riding. No, he was so when they were having that. Uh, oh, he was the one riding the. Oh, yeah, yeah it yeah. was. I was like, oh, nice. And it with the girl that couldn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> it she, killed me. That they called him Flea Man. That, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But I mean, everyone's like, I mean, obviously Jack. Adam's tiny, but like, yeah. Well, that's just him next it, to He Man, and he's just mm-hmm. still like tiny. It shows his. I mean, that was like a cool, like subtle thing of like exposition, just showing his character too. That. Mm-hmm. Because they talk about it, it was like, oh, he chose his lesser that form. That was his choice, yeah. But for him, that's like his true form. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of low-key made me tear up a little bit, too. I was just like, yeah. dang, this dude. <laughs> that's what makes him. This dude's him, a real hero. Like, yes, he he's just, a real. He's not thinking about he's it. He's a real Captain America type. Yeah. You know, they definitely used that. It's, yeah. To him, it's never about him. It's, it's about everybody else. Everyone yeah. else. Yeah, well, like at the end, and I mean, we skipped a little bit, but at the end, whenever he's leaving, they say, Bro, you can't come back if you leave. You got to help these people. This was your reward. This was your that line. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that made it real to me. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. But then what was funny is that whenever he was like, uh, "No, nah, I'm gonna go," they were all like, "All right, man, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, "All right, dude, whatever." <laughs> we already told you not to leave, or if you leave, you can't come back. So right. when he said he was leaving, he was like, "All right, see you." I mean, that's what they said about Eternia too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is true. Um. Where did they end up? I, I'm 
skipping over that part. Wouldn't they end up getting that actual other half of that sword? Um, Prince Adam had it, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. He had he pulled it out of his yeah the back. That's right. He had that half Man. of it in there. That's right. Yeah, he and really I was like, had. had a brain for it. Just and I was like, how the fuck? Yeah. Did well, and then they went and like, I get because they introduced Hero, which. Yeah, oh yeah, was that was another two. That was another one. Yeah. yeah, that was sick. But um, I was thinking for a minute, like maybe he got it or had it or was guarding it or something. But um, I guess there's nothing to worry about in Preternia. Yeah, like Skeletor. Yeah, this get, this episode was pretty good, but it was like probably it wasn't one of my favorites. No, it was, it was still cool was to slow. see some stuff. It was yeah. a slow one. Yeah, it was like a stepping stone. There was right? a couple, like I said, the Wondar thing was cool. And if you don't know who that is, let me just give you a quick. Description. So Wonder Bread, you remember Wonder Bread when we were still around? Um, they got a He-Man figure back in the eighties, and it was God it was Mark. it was just He-Man with brown hair <laughs> and a black uh, thing with a W on it instead of a Wonder the Barber. And, and so they called him Wonder, and it was just a a, th- a promotional thing with uh, Wonder Bread, and they just made they brought him in as an actual character in the thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, like that was paying attention to fandom for sure fan service so that was kind of so much of it oh yeah we're missing a bunch i'm sure (laughs) you know um okay so at that point we are leaving eternia pre-eternia pre-eternia going back to eternia right we got the swords um and that's when we realize that they need a uh, way to fuse the swords and um or did they combine them? Well, in no, Eternia? they they fused them in Preternia. Yeah, that's what heroes. And they're leaving. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, who was the guy that was the 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 blacksmith? That was Hero, wasn't it? That was Hero. Hero, was, hero? yeah, Hero okay. was the. I couldn't remember if it was where, him or not. Yeah, so it was Hero, and then um, so they they were in the palace, and or wherever that was, I can't remember it. Um, the big building, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Andra, oh, that's yeah. where Andra was like, the, I think the most useful right. in yeah. my mind because the whole time she's like, I'm going to do these little engineering moments and things like that. And then she's like, she looks around at the building. She's like, we're just going to turn this big bitch into a yeah. whole furnace. It's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is probably the coolest yeah. substance <laughs> name I maybe have ever heard. Yeah. It's uh, up there with vibranium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unobtainium. <laughs> Unobtainium. It's amazing. Adamantium. Adamantium. <laughs> that's another one. Those are the... The four cardinal metals. Right. <laughs> the four horsemen of, of, uh, of chemistry. Of the metalocalypse. Yeah. The metal- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dude, that's, that's a great, that would be a side note, that would be that a great rich. metal bands come together for a tour. That would be. Like, that would be, be amazing. Sick. Anyways. So, yeah, so then we get back to Eternia with the sword, and, yeah. Um, so, at that point, we're back, and... Um, Basically, the gist of that, this part is that they're going to um, activate the sword. Bring the and magic that's going to bring the magic back. Yes. Um, am I missing anything? That's where, they're at, that's where we're at at this point, I right? I think so, yeah. Yep. I promise I'll watch this. Like, I feel <laughs> like I'm forgetting all the shit. <laughs> you got it. But, uh, so yeah, that this part was probably, this episode was probably the part where I was shocked the most. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, I don't think anything huge happens until we get to the part where they're actually trying to activate it. Prince Adams mm-hmm. saying the line. Yes, yeah, you pull the sword and out boy, and say the line. I'm not lying to you. I gasped. I did too. Everyone did. I was like, <gasps> yeah. When it, so he was because he stopped. I was like, what's going on? Like, is he? Mm-hmm. I thought at first that he was like not 
like he it's because he was like first coming back and he couldn't like handle like the full power again yeah, in, in my mind i thought he was going to hand the sword to tila and she was going to do it i didn't know what uh, did was going to happen did it, you it i was like it was this close <laughs> tila you were so close to getting to be he-man yeah or um, whatever or, you would be yeah tira tira but uh <laughs> then we find that skeletor skeletor's <laughs> been hiding in the been uh, hiding in evil ends orb was it the yeah. orb uh, her little staff it was in thing. her staff. Yeah, her staff. And, and yeah, it was staff. the orb, though. Yeah. It had the orb in it. So it pans down, and he's he's saying he's halfway through the line. It pans down, and he has a sword sticking out of his chest. And Skeletor had stabbed him in the back and taken the power sword. And this part with Evil claimed Lynn, it for himself. Loki, it was like, I was like, dang. I feel like Evil Lynn is a good guy still. Secret, I do too. Secret. I think she I, reluctantly went with Skeletor because she's like, I know what I have to do right now. It was now. abuse. There was a hesitation. It was, it was, it was, it's, it's like an abuse thing, I yes. think. It was a little Stop bit of a, Yeah. But also, do you think she's like, the closer I am to the bad guy that thinks Safe I'm on his are. side, mm-hmm. I can, you know, help y'all get in to defeat Skeletor. Right. I think. I don't know if they're going to go that direction. I think they will. But it, that line was killed. That line did kill me. She was like, I was just starting to like you kids. Right, exactly. I was like, savage. Yeah, I was like, damn it, you. It, but, you, you, you know, it doesn't surprise you, but at the same time, it sucks. How dare a bad guy act like a bad guy? Yeah, right. And But but what's cool about it, I think, is the, uh, the homage to the movie. Because that's kind of what happens is he takes the sword and becomes the Skele God. And that was fucking crazy yeah. when he did that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And also, nobody tried to stop him. I was kind of bothered I mean, by like, I was like, y'all yeah. throw a rock at him or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. Just that wasn't sword. part of the plot, though. From him. He had plot armor. So he yeah. Could. yeah, yeah, yeah. Plot armor. But when he became <laughs> Skele God, I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Dude, the, the toy the line character did kind of spoil it for, for me yeah. a little bit. But I just didn't know how it was going to happen. Exactly. I mean, you're kind of, if you're following the toys, yeah. you're expecting it to happen either somewhere in this series or in the next half. Right. So it was surprising um, while you're watching it, but at, you know, at the same time, I have the toys sitting on my shelf. So. Right. Yeah. But it, it was, it. I don't think it lessened the impact of it. No, not at all. Well, and then, uh, yeah, he, Skele God's like, I'm the fucking man now. Yeah, he's, what are y'all going to do? And then that's, the where, that's where we end. And, yeah, the big cliffhanger. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. So is it is it supposed to only be two parts, or is it just five episodes at a time? I, I think it's two, two part parts. Yeah. Two so part far. I mean, I money talks, but. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> it, it got, like, it's, like, sitting at, like, a 96 rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So, like, it's Dang. definitely. I think for the most part it was well received. I mean, you're going to have your haters and stuff that hated it, but. Um, Overall, you guys that let, were... that let King Grayskull being black run the whole series oh, yeah. for him or something. Jesus, Christ. yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah. Overall, you guys were um, happy with how it was, or kind of your saving your your rating until we get the second half, or like yeah. how do you guys feel I, just I, in general? I mean, I mean, here you go ahead first. Well, I mean, I. I was reluctant. There's still some things that I I was not a big fan of that were I, they were more moments that seemed to be talking down to the original fan base in a way, but overall, like what he's been able to do um, with his team and um, just the product, the end product yeah. is phenomenal. It's um, something I'm definitely gonna want to have in my um, physical media library at some point, mm-hmm. um, if that's possible. I'm um, sure they'll come out with some I'm special sure. edition with like yeah. a 
sword yeah. included with the thing or something. <laughs> two halves. I mean, we'll see oh, what yeah. happens when the next <laughs> half comes out. But I mean, overall, like I couldn't have asked for a better, um, just a better end result of all these characters you've been like wanting. I don't want to say you've been wanting closure on, but you just wanted to talk to again or see again. See again, and, yeah. Or even see. I mean, Stinkor and oh, Roboto. Stinkor. I forgot oh, about Stinkor. Yeah, he was in there. He Jason made an appearance. Hughes, yeah. The guy from Jane I Silent Bob. Stinkor. Yeah, Jason His character <laughs> design is... He's great. One of, my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite characters from one the original. Of, yeah. That was cool. He smelled like patchouli. That was his stink. <laughs> Are you the serious? Toy. Yeah, they he just sprayed him. They sprayed him with patchouli. Yeah. That's rich. Yeah. What does that say about society? I know, right? We live in a society. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy. I like I said, I the one big complaint was when um, I'll just say it when uh, Tila and Evelyn were walking through the jungle, and she's like, "You can't trust dangerous men or whatever." And then on the ship, she said, "You know, I I was in a man's shadow for all these years, and um, now I'm realizing all along I could have been a master of the universe." And I was like, "Bitch, you were a master <laughs> to me." Like, yeah. I looked up to her too. Like she, evil Lynn. You never separated it yeah. in your mind. Like that's a dad like that's dad level pun right there. Yeah. And I was there for it. So she was I her perception I think was just wrong in that the way they did the character, you yeah. think? Well, I think just that line to me, whether like she might believe it, but to me, I never saw her that way. I never yeah. saw her in uh, in Skeletor's shadow. I saw her as she was always the smart. Yeah, she she was smarter than Skeletor. She yeah, she was always, he was always kind of because he was Skeletor. I guess a little bit more powerful. He you know he kind of led, but her ideas and stuff are the only ones that ever worked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like his shit always fell apart. His shit always fell apart because you know I mean he 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 just he's doomed to fail. People like that are doomed to fail anyways. But yeah, um, but that aside from that, that I told Harold the other day that was. Really, like, I just felt like, um, and, you know, it's. It, I think it's okay for a character to be wrong about themselves in a story. I don't, sure. I mean, you know, it's. it wouldn't be real if it wasn't. But um, I personally never saw her that way. And I I, I guess I just kind of want to be like Evil Lynn. Look, you were badass. You still are. Like, it's okay. You know, yes. just give her some therapy or something. <laughs> right. You think that maybe, <laughs> it's maybe that it was they were going for this for, like, character development and, like, getting into the heart of, like, you know, even like them people up here doubt themselves. Yeah. Like, sure. It might have done some of that, but some of it's a little heavy handed to where you're like, they're acting like not even how the character would act type of thing. I've seen that in other shows that I like, mm-hmm. and I felt maybe like that was going on here. Because yeah. a lot of people seem to have qualms with just like real specific parts with characters in this, in this uh, version. Yeah. I mean, again, like the fact that they got as close as they did to, everyone's expectations i mean they're like you said there's gonna be haters but mm-hmm. yeah i think a lot of it's just dumb shit like oh my god king grayskull's black now yeah it's like not thinking stuff. like oh well yeah he lived thousands of years ago surely there's like king grayskull met a white lady at some point or somebody down the line <laughs> and was like hey i like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I mean, who knows yeah, he man was tan you know like yeah. he tan he tan <laughs> oh my god writes itself uh, I mean, I think that overall, it, it definitely met expectations. I would say I would give it a good like, I don't know, ninety percent there. You know, there's like a few things I would have been like, oh, I kind of wish this would have happened, but I'm not gonna complain about that kind of stuff. Like, they made a they made a show that is faithful to the original. It even has shades of the 2000 cartoon. Um, even has a little couple little minor things towards the, towards the old movie. 
and you, you and the toy line like you get a lot of that and they just were able to meld that together this can't be an easy task to do you know yeah. i mean that's so the way that they the, the end product for me was very satisfying i was definitely satisfied i give it a i would give it a five out of five i mean i guess maybe 4.9 out of five i'll <laughs> say like i was i was pretty stoked about it i um, looking forward to see what happens next obviously it ends on a cliffhanger so pretty stoked to see what what happens yeah. um i thought that did, did anybody else find tila's haircut to be a little bit that's what Luke was saying. Let me go get a haircut. Let me, go get, <laughs> let me shave half my head, man. It is the traditional "a man lied to me" haircut. It oh is, my god! It is he, very much. She a, believed he lied. It was very much. You can blame this did. on me. Oh, he did. He did. He, he did lie to her. I don't. I, that's a no, one thing that I just I never really understood. It didn't make any sense why he didn't. Why she, her, and Randor are the only two that didn't know. Or, or well, originally I thought the queen didn't know either, but apparently she does. So. I guess maybe we'll find out why Adam decided not to tell her. I, you know, maybe that's it, in the next half. It seemed like the when that episode when they're in Praternia, he was kind of hinting towards he like did, he was going to talk little. to her about it, and they kind of oh, stopped. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distracted. So I was like, huh, I wonder if they're going to pick that up later. They put yeah. that here, and then they're gonna that's going to come to fruition later. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like it, at the seat early type of thing. Yeah, it's does Superman tell Lois? Well, eventually she finds out. Mm -hmm. Does Bruce ever tell any of his women, you know, same thing? Mm -hmm. Does Spider-Man ever tell um, Mary Jane Amy or Mary Jane? Like, it's that Eventually, same old, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same old thing. he either tells them or they find out. And if he tells them, they're angry because he hid it. If he doesn't and they find out, it's they're angry because he lied. Yeah. And right. I'm like, okay, no winning. It's a secret identity, not a public so, identity. So, so the lesson here, the lesson here to, to, to be in the true mass of the universe form is... Just be honest from the start. Oh, man. I was going to say, don't get caught. Don't get caught. There you go. So, kids. <laughs> and remember, kids. Yes. <laughs> My bad. You go ahead. Go remember, ahead. kids. Be honest. Yeah. All right. Clearly, you're He-Man and I'm Skeletor. Meh. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, I guess, okay, I do, I really did enjoy watching this. I'm definitely, I don't think it's too much to ask for having He-Man in a show about He-Man. So, I was definitely bummed about how much he wasn't in it yeah but me and luke talked about this too we could kind of close out by talking about this we saw kevin smith kind of pull back on what he was saying the whole time leading up he was like oh this 100 percent a successor to the original like it's going to be exactly continuation of this and then when he met was met with backlash, he started saying like, "Oh, it's like a spiritual success." Like, I never said that. Like, and it's like, bro, yeah, you did. So that was kind of bumming me out because it's like, I'm not mad that the show was about uh, Tila and those guys and like that whole journey. That whole the whole thing was fun to me. Like I, yeah, I was, was I enjoyed watching it. Mm -hmm. But it's also not a He Man thing without He Man. Like I'm, I don't know. That's kind of I was like I wanted to see more of him. Well, I will say this. The original cartoon was called He-Man and the Master of the Universe. This one's just called Master of the Universe. That so, is true. So the, the, the first one, it was very He-Man-centric, and I get it. He-Man's the focal point. Um, I, I agree. I would like to see some more He-Man, Skeletor, He-Man battling things. I mean, we, we saw some. Um, so hopefully in the second half they'll, they'll get some That's more of I'm that. That's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. obviously you're going to have to have him to fight Skeletor, so... I'm assuming he's probably not going to die. He's going to come back again. Well, he said 
I mean, you don't actually ever see him die. No, you don't stabbed. see him die. He just gets stabbed. He got stabby stabbed. And he was he is stabbed in the non-heart side. So yeah, he got stabbed um, in like the gallbladder or something. You see where he was in the stomach. And, I'm uh, like, what the fuck? So I think that that it'll it'll end up being, you know, what we, what we think it's going to be. I think that the yeah, first half is true. just this cool storyline to kind of bring Tila to the front because I mean she should be, you know, part of that and. It's a cool story. I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, there's minor complaints like that. Like I would have liked to seen some more He-Man and Skeletor fighting action, uh, but definitely not disappointed overall. It is. It's just like a fine line, I guess, between fan, like fandom and fanatic. Yeah. Because I remember the same shit. And I told Luke for you guys, it's Ninja Turtles and He-Man. That's like what you grew up with. Yeah. For me, that's Power Rangers. Yeah. So when they did the Power Rangers movie, I don't know that they could have done anything that I would have watched it and not like been super excited about it. Like it could have been just complete dog shit, and I'd be like, "This is awesome!" Like you talking about the new, the, the newest Power Ranger movie? Yeah, that new Power yeah. Ranger movie. And it actually I was wasn't like, terrible. I liked it a yeah. lot. It wasn't bad. And people were so pissed. Yeah. And it just I don't know. I've told Luke this, but my wife had never watched Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So one day, I don't know, she got a wild hair or something. She's like, I want to watch all the Star Wars. So we started watching them, you know. And we watched. So I started episode one and went through. Yeah. And uh, so as we're starting, we're watching episode one. She's like, oh, my God, Liam Neeson's in Star Wars. Like, she's like losing her mind. This is awesome. And then she's like, oh, I love Jar Jar Binks. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, this is. She doesn't have any preconceived notions. Right, yeah, yeah. And as we're watching. I'm telling her, oh, yeah, that's Jar Jar Binks. Like, a lot of fans don't really like him. Like, they kind of hate <laughs> him, actually. And she's like, man, this pod racing is sick. And I was just like, oh, you know, a lot of the fans think they spent too much time. <laughs> and I, I I, wasn't even thinking about it. I was just trying to tell her, like, the common things that are said. Yeah. And, like, after probably two or three of those, she's like, man, do Star Wars fans even like Star Wars? <laughs> no, they said the answer like, is probably not. I was like, I mean, bro. I don't know. It made me die laughing, but I was also like, you're right. It's such a toxic fan base, um, and, and I get it. Um, cause I'm definitely in there. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I'm part of the community. I, I, I feel like I'm definitely sometimes this place can, is toxic. can be toxic. Now, I'm not going to get online and trash anybody, but like, I have my opinions about different phases of it. But anyways, that's a different story for another time. <laughs> but yeah, I get nah, it. for sure. Man, um... Well, all in all, I like this. Um, if you guys are cool with the next next series comes out, the next half of it, we'll do this again. Oh, yeah. Totally. And so, uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys' time. Um, Rome, I know you do um, a couple things like toys-wise and stuff, if you yeah. want to take a second to talk about that. Yeah, so if there's toy collectors out there that are into um, kind of the adult collecting situation, um, there's a Facebook group called The League of Extraordinary Collectors. Um, you can check that out, join it. I do sales every Wednesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Central live on Facebook. And also, if you're into, like, just geeking out and looking at collection stuff, you can check out my Toymaster405 Instagram. And, uh, yeah, so it's been going well. Of course, it's kind of slow this summer. You know, people out of COVID, they're uh, doing other things besides buying toys. So. Right. <laughs> but um, it's well, still fun. I mean, Luke's I like just some loaded people. up today, but yeah. <laughs> I need to. I haven't been in a while. I need to go check out. I'm not real fans. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> yeah, yeah. Roman's pretty legit. 
Thank you, sir. Follow Luke. Follow Luke to see the best Instagram stories. Yes. And the highest quality, at least. Um, yeah. And your photography, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I don't have anything really that related. I collect toys, but yeah, Roman hooks me up on that. So Yeah, yeah toys are fun, man. <laughs> I don't have cool. anything for anybody to follow. Sorry. <laughs> they're cool display pieces. I did bring up uh, today the power sword that someone made me in Germany. Yeah, that was cool, man. I brought it up to show the guys. And so in the spirit right. of this episode, uh, we do. Maybe we'll take a picture of it. Yeah, let's say we'll have to get a picture for yeah, sure. Yeah. And, so. and Rome was cool enough to bring me my own uh, Skeletor. Yeah. My own uh, figure. I had a few of those sitting at the house. I was like, that's to be cool, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll hook you up I with something. It, man. As a memory of this episode. For sure. Yeah. I never, um, it's just always nice to get gifts. I never, you never expect it. And then you're like, oh, sure. shit, this well, is awesome. Thanks for having us on, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks. Well, yeah, for sure, man. We'll, and like I said, we'll, next uh, five episodes, we'll do this again. So. Heck yeah. Um, well, as always, guys, you can follow us on social media. It's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T U N E S slash T O O N S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. Bye. Have the power.